I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey everyone, we are so excited to be here for the great episode eight, or episode seven, I'm sorry, a pox on hope. <laughs> with me today, I'm Rachel Goodman. With me today, we have Cody the Revolutionary. And we've Hi. got Tori, <laughs> the Empress. Yes. <laughs> and Tatiana, our lover of historical pieces. Can I be the Empress? Actually, can I be like Empress too? Because that's a cool intro. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. <laughs> We've got some ladies of the court drama going on here. <laughs> um, but speaking of drama, there was plenty of it. Um, I'm just going to, we're just going to dive right in. Be sure everyone listening at home, be sure to tune in until the end. We've got a special segment. We've got some news and we've got Cody on the chat. So if you are listening live and you want to be part of the conversation, drop us a line because Cody's going to be reading your comments. All right. Um, let's just dive right in here because this was a pretty meaty episode. Um, I know like we, the past couple of episodes, we've had um, Catherine trying to get Peter to kind of turn over and be a free thinker and introduce art and science. And we start to see how that kind of backfired in this episode. Um, I would like to point out though, the fact that they um, referenced a painting of Prometheus. Oh wait, that was my favorite part. Um, I am a huge fan of uh, the mythology of Prometheus and you know, he was the God who stole fire and was therefore punished. Um, and a vulture would come and eat out his liver and that only for only oh. for, for it to regrow. And so I appreciated that we got this little nod and um, that clearly Peter did not understand the reference. Cody, <laughs> what were your thoughts of this beginning with Peter just not getting it and for things backfiring? Um, it was nice that he at least like was open to all the arts and the paintings and science and everybody in the castle just being, just having this new way of interacting and having this little these little art parties and science parties um but it is i mean no no shock at all that he has no idea what he's actually responding to he's like oh i see people are crying like this is bad and it's like no 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 it's not bad sometimes people respond to art that way and he's like oh and they walk to another painting and he's like and it's like the one of my i think it was like a husband wife and like a, an infant child and he's like stupid art or something um i loved it honestly though. i i i'm loving this change in peter Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like it's gonna last too long, but yeah. I um, it is, it is, um, it's refreshing to say the least. <laughs> and Nicholas Holt is genius. The way that he plays oh, yeah. this role. I mean, we we've seen him warm bodies. We've seen him in Current War in all you know the X Men movies. <laughs> he just he's such an eclectic actor, and for him to play mm -hmm. this role, and for you know I, all of us, I'm just gonna speak for all of us here. We obviously don't like him, but for for us to be able to dislike <laughs> him so much in this role, I think is a testament to his ability. Oh, Tori. Yeah. What did you think? Let's kind of move a little bit here and talk about the printing press because here's where the meat of the episode really comes to play. Tori, what did you think about all of this? Um, the printing press was definitely a, 
a good idea at the time. Like I definitely see that Catherine is really trying to just kind of like push the boundaries, bringing some new ideologies that were once ruled out. Um, and in my opinion, I don't know, like, like I was kind of on the fence. Like I thought it was a good idea. Like why not have a printing press, especially if it's encouraging people to read and write and create. I do kind of like see where people were coming from when um, Leo made all those paintings and or drawings or whatever and printed them out. Like I can see why that would cause people to be like, you know what, people are kind of taking this too far. Maybe this wasn't the best idea. So I was kind of on the fence. Like I was kind of team Catherine and team Peter in this situation because like they, Leo did take it a step too far. And like, you don't want uh, just mean things being said and printed all around the castle. Like nobody wants that, especially if your goal is like to promote positivity and like a good environment for everybody. Nobody wants to like wake up and be insulted and have it hung up on every wall. So it was kind of interesting, but like it worked and it also didn't work. So. Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit. So one, we get the whole thing with the printing press, um, which was Catherine's gift to Peter. Then he gives her a gift, which we all know what it is of the sexual variety. <laughs> so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it like that. Um, but and I'm mentioning it, obviously, because it does play a huge role in this episode with Leo. So let's just, you know, since we're talking about this, let's jump and talk about Leo and um, everything that he was going through in this episode, Tatiana, what do you think? Um, what do you think about Leo's reaction to this and, and Catherine's decision to tell Peter what had happened, like to, to get him to not tell Leo? Well, I think she was trying to save, uh, what exactly what happened, um, to save kind of this jealousy from Leo because there's already been this jealousy that's taking place. And so I think she was hoping that it wouldn't escalate. And that's why she told Peter, you know, don't, don't, don't tell Leo about the tongue thing. Um, you know, it would just be better. But, <laughs> but um, I, <laughs> I think that um, Peter told him for two reasons to remind him that this is my wife. So I'm still the man and this is my wife. Um, and also, probably for the reason that he told him was just to educate him. But I think it was more for like, I did this because this is my wife and she had pleasure. And it's also weird that she confused the pleasure that she felt from Peter with love. I thought that was really interesting. And she had to go talk to Elizabeth about it because she could not decide between the two. She couldn't, uh, she didn't really know how she was feeling. And that's interesting because I'm actually starting to sense that Catherine does care about Peter Absolutely. in more than just a physical way. Oh, and yeah, sure. we've seen this in period pieces. We see it all the time where there's an arranged marriage. One of the parties might be a bad person, but it doesn't mean that the other party involved doesn't have some sort of feeling for that person. Marriage is very complicated, whatever the circumstances. And so I think that's kind of what I was getting from Catherine, not so much that, um, I think she felt guilty about having feelings for Peter. And I kind of think that's part of what it is. I did think that she was um, not the wisest for telling Peter not to say something to Leo, because I think that made Peter want to do it more. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Cody, yeah. what do you think? <laughs> um, no, you nailed it. Like, and it was like the, it was, she said, oh, let's not tell Leo because I don't want him to feel bad because we have our own problems in the bedroom, which I believe was a lie. It totally. Um, yeah. But literally, but it's exactly what you just said. Like, 
the actual next thing he did was went and talked to Leo about it. Like, oh, just mm -hmm. so you know, I tongue blasted uh, your lover and uh, she said that <laughs> you're inadequate. So um, maybe I'll draw you a diagram. We can use my new printing press and I'll show you how it's done. And it's like- <laughs> That's petty. And, like, so petty. Pe like the pettiest, and, I mean, I actually didn't think about it until now. It's kind of a power move, but like, of the pettiest variety like it was so <laughs> it was such a low blow and so unnecessary but i think he also was trying to establish like yo like i and i brought you in here to be her lover but that's my wife you know we're don't overstep your your boundaries absolutely and the thing is that peter who has all the <laughs> what? i was looking at i was looking at tori's face um i have to hear what tori has to say i gotta hear okay. hear me out hear me out because i am not a fan of peter at all okay. but peter is also not the brightest okay we all know he's not so a part of me kind of like thinks that peter really just thinks that um Catherine and Leo's relationship is just like solely like just keep her happy I don't think he even suspects that they're in love like I don't think anybody does except for the two of them so a part of me even though it was like uh not the it wasn't the nicest thing to do like it was rude but that's a characteristic of his I th a part of me genuinely felt like he was like okay I brought this guy in to make my wife happy and if they're having problems in the bed and she's not happy I need him to keep this ball rolling like her being happy is you know creating harmony and if there's really a problem like I need you to address it because the minute like they're the minute that Catherine and Peter aren't on the same accord like everything goes to crap so a part of me was like I think Peter really thinks that like they're happy like I just don't I don't think that Peter is that smart to really think that like he believes that Leo is really overstepping his boundary. Like, I really don't think that. He didn't even know that Peter was the one that did the painting. I mean, that Leo was the one that did the paintings. I don't think that he knows that Catherine and Leo are in love. Like, I really don't, I just, mm, you know, I don't really I, think I, he's he is I'm there. taking back what I said. Like, you convinced me. <laughs> like, so, I think that's correct. But he <laughs> is a like rude, huge, but like. But he's so egotistical and he's always talking about yeah. his member. And so for him to like swing it around and be like, by the I, way, I still own all the women on here. Yeah. And I think I because it. like, he's always talking about his member, but he had just learned how to do this in this episode by the aunt. Like the aunt was That's the true. one that said, you should try oh, this out. And That's when true. he saw Catherine's reaction, he was kind of like taken aback himself. Like he, said, he didn't know if it was- bad? Yeah, he was like, is that a good or bad thing? So part of me was kind of like, okay, I did this this morning. It's something that I tried out. Maybe you can try it out. And like, he's it'll save whatever issues advice. you guys are having. And I think that he did it in Peter fashion, which is egotistical. Like, of course there uh -huh. wasn't going to be like a nice, you know, handwritten letter to Leo about things <laughs> he can try. But I don't, I just don't think he's that smart to really feel like it, it was that big of a deal. See, I'm going to take the opposite perspective. Well, like, <laughs> I, I understand what you're saying. And I think that it completely makes sense. Mm -hmm. I don't think that he's bright, but I think that he, I don't think he's bright in certain ways. He's not an intellectual. He doesn't apply himself. I do think that generally speaking, he's aware of things going on. I don't know that he believes that Catherine loves Leo. Um, I don't think he realizes that, but I think there is a jealousy and I think he realizes that um, like he wants to assert his power. And so for Catherine to say that to him, 
to, to say that to Peter about, oh, let's not tell Leo. I think Peter read right through her and understood what she was trying to do. Um, I think he is intelligent in that way and that he can read what people are really telling him, even if they're not directly being honest about their, um, you know, what they really want. So that's what I think. Um, right, and I still, yeah. <laughs> and I still think we're going to see. I'm like, maybe I didn't make my own opinions because I think <laughs> no. you both are like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, here's my other thought. And this kind of leads us to the ending where Peter prints all of those pictures, including a horse having sex with Catherine. Um, yeah. So all of that, here's the thing I think is going to happen. I won't get too prediction-y, but just in the context of this moment, I think that Leo has shown us that he gets overly emotional and I don't mean to insult him because everyone's entitled to feeling a certain way. But I think in this time period, Leo's reactions are going to get him killed. And I think that this is a testament to, this is, I think this is foreshadowing what we're going to see with him because he's obviously, he is obviously in love with Catherine. A couple episodes ago, I did not think yeah. that he had her best intentions at heart. Now I'm thinking he really does care about her deeply and that's why he's going to betray her because she's going to do something that she's forced to do, you know, like sleep with the emperor because that's what's expected of her and that Leo's going to turn around and get really hurt by it and then lash out and then that is what's going to call his attention to Peter who's then going to um, hold him to consequences. Um, Cody, what are your thoughts on this? Um, no, I completely agree with that. I, um, it, it just seemed, it, we all have been, I will, well, at least I have been very much all about Leo and Catherine being together since the moment Leo stepped on screen, but it was, it was too good to be true. So I've been waiting for something to kind of really derail it. Like we've had a little like myths, but they've, they've moved past it to where they even just apologize for the apologize to each other at the same time which is just so romantic but <laughs> it is it, a little <laughs> overplayed with fight kiss right? have, you know it's okay but <laughs> i do i am expecting someone to mess up and i i've always thought leo was going to get himself into trouble or backstab catherine for the sake of his own title but it does seem like his jealousy is what's gonna really messed it up because I think it does hurt Catherine she is also I don't want to say jealous but it does affect her when she's forced to go be with her husband <laughs> so, so <laughs> but um but he unfortunately he's not as high on this social ladder as she is so she's like this is just my duty whereas he's like yo like this sucks uh, yeah no and, that makes and sense. then they like walk around the halls together and it's a little like threesome like oh let's look at pictures together and it's like it just has to be so awful so let's move ahead and talk about the pox because this was the oh other really like meaty oh, part of this episode my heart and it all starts with vlad tatiana what are what how did you feel about all of this um pox being brought in we got to see orlo um, I appreciated Orlo's stance. We know that he has just killed a man and now he, Orlo, is struggling. Oh, yeah. He's but he still stepped Sorry. forward. No, it's okay. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And um, But yeah, Tatiana, um, what, what are your thoughts? 
Um, I thought that this episode was really interesting with the pox because I'm just gonna say it. It's totally like what's happening now. <laughs> so, yes. Oh my god. Um, it's like very paralleled. Um, not to get like yeah um it's very parallel but uh they lock it lock them locking him in the closet and then her suggesting that they set up tents you know for um um, her setting up this um uh, saying that they can set up tents and then searching for like basically a vaccine um you know to give all the royals so that everybody will be cool it's interesting to me because you know she has a fair point and um but again it's it's only protecting the royals at least that's how they were going to kick it so um she was thinking about the servants to save people from being burned but when she said hey let's do this to the people they were just specifically thinking about themselves you know like oh yeah. the royals and this is how we going to take the vaccine and we're not going to give it to anybody else um and it, they don't even discuss like people <laughs> the yeah. other people that live there it's not just the royals and the serfs like it, there's a bunch of people so it was interesting to me that they thought that and then i think you know vlad um dying from smallpox um and even mariel's mom dying from smallpox as well was really interesting to make that connection so i can only assume that mariel is like mariel is like deathly afraid of smallpox so i would assume that she would be you know on board to help as much as she can, especially because she's a servant now. Yeah, and um, you made a you made a lot of really good points too, especially with this idea. Um, and one of the things I love about the show is that there is this idea of, you know, God versus science, and that it's back in a time when it was versus, not like they couldn't it couldn't be both. It couldn't be people right. having spiritual beliefs and also believing in science. Right. It was oh, you're either with God or you're against God, and we get that. We get that huge sense of this with the way that um, Archie and Catherine are speaking with Peter and Peter's choice. And now he is put in a place where he either has to choose to use the inoculation or he has to go with God. And it's this black or white choice. Tori, um, what did you think of all of this? Um, I mean, definitely, like you said, this is a time where it's God versus science. They can't coexist. You have to pick a side, which is unfortunate because there's always, um, not always, but in some situations, there's validity in both and a way to kind of incorporate both those beliefs for the greater good or for a good solution. Unfortunately, that's not how they saw this one. Um, I don't know. I, uh, I hate like ever seeing where Peter's coming from because I don't like him as like a person, well, a character. But um, it is definitely a gamble. Like when something hasn't been done before and then you want to try like this basically high risk experiment, like we know it as a vaccine, but we are many years, centuries, eons, it feels like removed from the situation and advanced in technology to where like that's not even a second guess, you know what I mean? But when this is a new thought, something that's only in one book that's like this big, nobody has really heard of it. And the emperor was like, just introduced to the idea of science like an episode ago. So <laughs> right. he's kind of like, what? That doesn't even sound right. You know what I mean? Like science, yeah. even to me sometimes that I don't understand sounds absurd. So I can only imagine how he feels <laughs> just kind of like being thrown all of this information i mean not saying absurd but you know like sometimes some information that we learn is just overwhelming you're just like what 
is that? Like, could you put it in English? I don't know what that means. Um, and so I think that's kind of how he was feeling. I think that's honestly more so of how he was feeling. And then with Archie kind of in his ear, I think he just kind of pushed that his feelings were of God. And that's why he was feeling that way, that uncertainty, because it wasn't right, which is unfortunate because you can doubt things without it necessarily being like ways of the devil of ways of, you know, we know that, but the show doesn't know that. Um, so it was kind of like a, a weird like tug and pull. Like it could definitely go in Catherine's favor, but it could also not turn out well. Like it, it really could go either way. Like it definitely is a risk, whether Catherine wants to see it or not, it still is a risk. And I love her, like I love her character and I know what she's trying to do. And yes, like this is the right idea in terms of thinking about people and thinking of uh, progressive ways to save people, but I do realize on Peter's side, not necessarily the priest side, but on Peter's side that it is a big risk. And when you want to say like, let's just give it to all of the court, maybe we might wake up tomorrow and the court might not be here. Like that's a big <laughs> risk. And so it was, it was a lot. And I felt myself kind of going back and forth and whose side I was on throughout the whole episode. I thought it was really yeah, cool that she was so courageous that she stood up and did it herself. Yeah, like she didn't ask oh, yeah. anybody to do it first. She was like, look, I'm going to do it. And you all can look at me as an example, whether or not it works, mm -hmm. which I thought yeah. was, you know, it spoke to how much she believes in her vision of change. Yeah. And here's the thing with Catherine is that, you know, we watch this and we take for granted that we understand how it works. We, like there, you know, the variolation pamphlet and all these new concepts. We know that if we go in and we get that shot, we're going to be fine. We're not going to get small. I mean, we're not going to get, you know, chicken pox, for example. They, Catherine doesn't know that. This is completely new to her. And so the fact that she would, you know, like you said, Tatiana and Tori, the fact that she would just get up there and just do it with the risk of, oh, this might not work. But she trusted this science so much that she knew that she needed to do this. And so this kind of brings us to the last part of our discussion, which is that moment where Catherine does go and like she we've seen her try and work through so many things with Peter and to get into a better place with him. And now all of a sudden, everything that she has worked for seems to be coming undone. The printing press is gone. Peter is choosing God over science and art. And he's not even going to, he's not even going to allow them to try the vaccination. So Cody, what did you think of this final scene? Um, where we get her standing up and speaking to the people too. Um, one, it was it was heartbreaking, not surprising because I think we all kind of thought, you know, Peter's going to revert back to his old ways because let's face it, change is never easy, regardless of how much you embrace it uh, or don't embrace it. Change is just hard, and especially in the world that she's come into, the kind of change she's bringing is just not is definitely not what they're familiar with. And so, it, and as outsiders and people who live in a, in a much more modern day, it was very painful to see just these simple things that improved the life there, their lives, just be taken away. But then for her to stand, it's like, she already was, she was ready to do the, I, that's why she had the knife, right? She was already ready to, already ready yes. to do She'd the vaccination, something. the vaccination, because I can't remember what the word they use, the vaccination. Variolation. Thank you, Variolation herself. And then she was, she was like, she didn't even listen to Peter anymore. She's like, skip this. And she goes and she does it. And she's like, yo, this is what I'm talking about. And they all, I mean, granted, I think to put myself in the place of the people in the court, like 
I'd have been like, yo, our empress is crazy. She just put someone else's smallpox pus in her hand. Ugh. But I think she had a very valid point to prove, and I'm proud of her. That's our girl. And, <laughs> exactly. That's our girl. Yeah. And we're watching her become Catherine the Great in front of our very own yeah. eyes. Oh, we yeah. saw the episode where everyone thought that Peter was going to die. We saw that it was harder for her to get up and speak in front of the court, in front of the men. Um, but now she's taking more steps to do what she wants. So mm -hmm. that, I just want to talk about one more scene, then we'll get to our special segments. Tori, the scene with Marielle at the end, where with her just breaking down, how did you mm -hmm. feel about all that? Oh, I felt for her completely. Like this girl has really suffered and that is not to compare her suffering to anybody else's i'm just speaking about like her personal story with losing a parent is hard like i couldn't even imagine and so living with that and i think also just our modern understanding of triggers um i can only imagine like seeing something play out that you've already seen before and that has hurt you so bad like she's seen she's seen her mother die from this disease that is also causing people who she loves and cares about to die as well because she just lost a friend um the other guy his name is like Vlad, right Vlad. Now. yes Vlad um she's seen she just saw him die or just got news that he died from the same thing like that is traumatizing it is and so I couldn't imagine her being surrounded and hearing people constantly argue on how to deal with the situation that caused you so much harm like it's it's extremely triggering and I couldn't like I would honestly have to like tune it out um so I felt for her I think in the in the last episode we saw her relationship with her father and how that affected her and now we're seeing how her relationship and how it ended with her mother affected her and it's just that's a lot like that is a lot to be constantly reminded of the of what has happened to you like she's constantly reminded of what her father did because of her position now she's constantly reminded of what happened to her mother because of the whole smallpox thing. People are going to be talking about this because now Catherine has in infected herself with it. So of course, everybody's gonna be on high alert after they watch her do it, which means she's gonna have to hear about it for like at least another year. And that, <laughs> that is a lot. And so I just, I understood her breaking down. We've seen her be so strong. She didn't even break down when she was being beaten by the guards and it was just, like I, under, I, I understood it, like I got it and I understood it. And I think we've seen a lot of characters break down at their own time and just kind of like seeing them just kind of come at their wits end um, after being so strong. So it was just kind of like, come here, just give me a hug. Like I just want to step in and just be in my own gown and just be like, it's okay. Like we're gonna be okay, we're gonna make it, it's fine. But yeah, it was definitely, it was hard to watch. It, it was, cause I think we all love her as a character. Yeah. Yeah, and it just felt like she was, you know, just everyone, we see these moments where they're doing really well, everyone all around, and then we have these points where things just drop. And even for Catherine, I thought that we ended on a very dark moment for her. So it will be, yeah, and with, we've only got a couple more episodes left, so I, I just don't, and I, just from, like, historically speaking, the fact that we know that Peter dies <laughs> and we know, we know what happens to Catherine in, in, you know, actual history. I, I just don't know that we can see this turning around um, until Peter is dead. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, but we'll see. Um, all right. So now is a great time to get into our special segments. 
we've got some news with Tori. Yes. Now, I don't know about everyone else watching, but I am very curious to see if there's going to be a season two. I am like really pulled into the series. I'm really drawn in, really invested. So good-ish news. Um, They haven't been officially like renewed for a second season or anything, but an executive producer on the show told um, a news outlet called Decider that when they originally pitched the show, they pitched it for six seasons. So if they are picked up for a second season or a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth season, they already have it mapped out. So they definitely have more entertaining things to give to us already planned out, which is good because I hate when like second seasons are like a second thought and it just doesn't connect. So knowing (laughs) that there is kind of like, you know, just a flow of how things are going to go if this season decides to pick up was comforting to me. I really hope they get a second season and it carries on to six seasons because it has me hooked. Um, So that was just kind of like a little glimpse of hope for anybody else who was wishing for a second season. (laughs) Me. Excellent. Yeah. (laughs) And that'll be, you know, just kind of talking to that too. The fact that, I mean, Peter, the way that Nicholas Holt is playing Peter, he's such a rich, bad character that I don't know that they would kill him this season anyway. I think that they would try to drag him out. So I agree. I agree. Yeah, because he's, he's so interesting. All right. Well, let's get to our next special segment, which is with Tatiana. Tatiana? Yeah. Okay. So we are going to do our special segment called You Choose, where I will uh, give you a scene from the last episode that we watched and two outcomes that I will tweak it a little bit because I got to add some emotional <laughs> pull or whatever. But um, I will <laughs> give you a scenario and you guys have to choose which way you would go and why. So, this episode, I'm saying, don't be nervous. Um, I'm saying that you are a person that has killed someone for the first time, going deep, guys, I know. And um, you're trying to cope with it in an atmosphere that does not allow you the time to do so. Um, So you want to become this new person. You want to be a stronger person in lieu of what you just did. Um, Do you link yourself with others who have been through the same thing and adapt their habits, which in this episode would be the drunkenness, the, um, you know, stupors of drunkenness, just a ton of drunkenness, really. Um, Or do you stay and work out this new and a uh, very interesting time among people, the very people who you used to despise. I would be very intoxicated. You just fall right into the like, drunken I mean, stupor. If, if I didn't have any time and just like the people around me were, were just toxic, I didn't like them and I had no one to like turn to or confide in. I mean, obviously, I feel like everybody, at least in this show, they have at least somebody to confide in. But in this scenario, it just seems like I, I eventually I would get over it. But I, I think I would be like everybody else in this show and just be like, where's the vodka? Thank you. Yeah, mm. it's like <laughs> I really, you know, the 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 role model in me wants to say no, just like talk it out or something. But not to like get dark. But I feel like if there's okay, first time that you've killed, that's not like a, a easy thing to get out of your brain. Like you probably haven't thought about killing anyone. The thought of it is just like super traumatizing. And honestly, like I feel like that could be extremely hard to like go to sleep at. I mean, yeah. go to sleep with, 
And so just kind of, cause you know, y'all know, like when we go to bed, that's when your brain gets racing and the, the visuals <laughs> yeah. become very like 3D and you're just like, no, I just need to like forget. And I hate to say that like, I will probably be drinking too until I can at least like figure out how to cope because if there's no time, like nobody, if there's no time, that means no one else has any time to really sit and talk with you about it. Especially in this period where like killing someone is basically like going for a morning jog. So I think for the first couple of months until my brain can really just kind of like get distracted from it, I'll probably be drunk passed out too. So at least like I can get a peaceful rest because y'all know how it is when your brain is like just going crazy and you are just sitting there staring at the ceiling like I would like to go to sleep and just like trying to convince your brain to calm down. And so I think, I think I'll be drinking. I think so. So, so um, I'm with you both. I'd be drinking too. <laughs> So we got but, three drunks. Okay, good. Well, good no, but but I should I should uh, actually say it wouldn't be alcohol. I'd be drinking lots and lots of coffee <laughs> because <laughs> because I would not want to sleep because it would be oh yeah because I'd be uh, like eh and I know that wasn't really an option but like okay. yeah I would uh, yeah I would be drinking probably a lot of coffee to stay awake. Um, I don't know that I'd be able to talk to anyone though, because that's just, yeah. first of all, putting myself in that time period, obviously he could, I mean, it wasn't like he killed the wrong person, but just the fact that, yeah, I, I just, I don't know if I'd be able to explain it because if you're a man in that time period, you're supposed to be able to just kill and, and, and it's okay. Um, but yeah, so I would probably just be drinking coffee, maybe alcohol too. Who am I kidding? <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. Irish. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Exactly. Russian coffee. There you exactly. Go. Spiked exactly. coffee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So let's jump to our predictions, the final segment of the show. And I'm not sure if we're going to get audio. So, Cody, would you like to just dive in? <laughs> yeah. So I kind of have this whole thing. I think there's so much more to Marielle. And, um, we, I, I, sh I should have a pen and paper. I should have written down, but there was, we hit a point in the conver in our conversation tonight that made me realize, so she used to be a lady, right? And I'm, we're yeah. all very curious about her family and her backstory, but a lot of these ladies are married and have children. So I'm wondering, does Marielle have a husband? Does she have kids? She had a dog, which is great. But I just think there's, I'm so curious about her. So I think there's more to her. I do think, um, Peter is going, we're still going to see a little bit of this near death experience, Peter, but he's going to be a jerk about it. <laughs> and, uh, and Leo, I'm worried about him. Like we said, we were kind of saying before, he's going to get all ding dang beat up. And then um, I'm trying to think there's, it's funny. Now we're getting to this point where there's so many things going on. I'm like, what do I think is going to happen? Um, I'm also very curious about um, Aunt Elizabeth. I think that she, see, like, she seems to be this ally, but her she is definitely an ally to Catherine. But they're not really on the same page just yet. Like they they don't disagree, but they're not like they haven't butt heads. It's not like oh, well, you said this. They like each other, but there's something they're not. But they're not like a part of each other's plots, and that's what I think. And Tori, what are your predictions? Now, we didn't talk about this in the after show, but Georgina is getting on my nerves. And I know y'all yeah. tried to tell me to give her a chance. 
and I did and she blew it. So there's going to be something that happens there. I don't know what, but she, she has her panties in a bunch. Like I knew she would. And I just, I don't know what's going to happen, but like there's, there's going to be something between Catherine and Georgina because Georgina is upset that her seat at the table is now pushed to the be- to the bottom of the table. Yeah. And that's upsetting her. And the fact that she doesn't have that like influence in her, in his ear. And honestly, I think she misses the sex too. Honestly, I do. Um, oh, yeah. It just, she's just, she's just a little too high and bothered. And at first it seemed like, okay, this is what she wanted. Like she was spending quality time with her husband. Girl, it seemed like that ship has sailed. And now she is kind of like, I want my position back. Like, I don't like this. And I think that's definitely going to interfere with Catherine. And I'm ready for Georgina to be taken out because she's getting on my nerves. <laughs> she's getting on my nerves. And so that's what I think is going to happen. You well, know, and like, that's totally a thing. Georgina, that may be where her, I mean, we talk about her and her power, but like her sleeping with the emperor, like that is like above like anything the other ladies can top. Sorry, I just, Georgina no, okay. is definitely a yeah, character right. that like, every episode she has like a different thing mm. going on and I I still don't like her <laughs> <laughs> Ta- Tatiana what are, what are your thoughts um I definitely I agree with Cody I definitely think that we're going to see a very uh kind of along the same lines the Peter that we saw but I do think that there's still he's still gonna um have a little bit of a change and I think there's reference to that when he goes to um Catherine and just says like basically you know i'm so sorry but we're not gonna do this and listen to me i'm so sorry normally he would have been like f you we're not doing this huzzah you know and he wasn't doing that so (laughs) (laughs) i think that he's definitely he will change but it's not going to be exactly what she wanted at all and i am worried for leo i think leo is going to go off the deep end because now he's so emotionally involved with catherine that he is all heart and passion and no thought and so and alcohol never helps those things and so i think mm-hmm. it's just going to be bad news bears um for their relationship yeah so i think i definitely th- agree with all of you there's something that is going to happen with leo i don't see him surviving season one i'm just throwing that yeah. out there i think that oh, he's gonna man. He's either going to be killed or sent away. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my prediction with him. Um, I see Orlo changing a lot, like a lot, a lot. Um, I mean, you know, we Orlo even going back to Ivan and and Orlo being on the side of killing Ivan. I think that was a, a really abrupt change. Now Orlo's killing people. He's drinking. Um, I still think he's going to be on Catherine's side. But I just think that we're seeing a more aggressive Orlo than we were before. Um, we know that he survived for so long, but now he really, like, this is a huge change. Um, I think that Lizzie is going to be on Catherine's side. I think that, I actually think that uh, Peter's aunt wants Catherine to be the Empress and does not want Peter to reign any longer. I think she's more on her side than what we even realize. Um, and that Lizzie sees a lot of Catherine in her. Um, and so I think that's where that is coming from. And then just with Peter, um, I'm just kind of like I said earlier, I, I see him lasting for most of the show because here they've built up this really interesting bad guy. Um, and he's almost like there are moments when I actually like, I don't, I don't want to say I like Peter, but there are moments when I'm kind of like, okay, he's not as bad as I used to think because he, because he can, yeah. And like, he's still a jerk. But like there, I just, I feel like that's exactly what they're gonna do with the show is they're gonna give us this very complicated relationship between Catherine and Peter where there is going to be a love there. 
Um, but that doesn't mean that he's like the great love of her life, but it's just kind of like, you know, if you guys have seen the movie Ever After, um, the king oh, and queen love who them. did not, they didn't love each other at all. It was an arranged marriage, but by the yeah. end of the movie, and I know they're tertiary characters, but by the end of the movie, they laugh at the same things and like they actually kind of get along in a really weird way. And I think it's going to be like that, where it's two people forced together in marriage, but eventually they do love each other in a weird way. And I don't think mm -hmm. she's going to end up killing him. Um, I think it's going to be somebody else who does it. As we can see with, you know, even- Gregor, Gregor. hopefully. Maybe yep. he'll try again. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe. And hopefully this time. And hopefully yeah. next time- <laughs> Hopefully next time no dog ends up dying. That really bothered me. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, yeah. He's missed. Yeah. He's well, I think that about wraps up our show for today. Cody, where can everyone find you? Hello. I am on Twitter, Twitter as Cody underscore F, and I am on Instagram as Cody F, C-O-D-Y-Y-E-P-P. -P. Awesome. And Tori, where can everyone find you? You guys can find me on Twitter. Twitter at Tori with two E's or on Instagram at Toxic Model. And Tatiana, where can everyone find you? I am at Tatiana Marisa on all social media platforms. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter at Rach Goodman. We will be back in about an hour to cover episode eight. So until then, we hope you have a wonderful evening. Bye everyone. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.